From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict episode 410. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace and Harry's. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. <laughs> you totally confused me there. Hi, Mike. How are you? Why did I confuse you? What did I do? You usually say hello, Brad Dowdy. You just said Brad. You almost never call me Brad. Mm. Mm, that was interesting. That threw me for a loop. Because you've already... Let me, let me be clear. You've already thrown me a loop for this morning, and, and here's why. It is a mistake for me to listen to you on another podcast right before I record this podcast with okay. you. Because I feel like I'm having a conversation with you in a podcast, and like I just want to carry on the conversation I was just listening right. to in my ears. Like right. I was listening to the Cor- Cortex 101, right. and I was, I'm about 30 minutes into it, and I'm like, okay, let me stop listening to Mike so I can go talk to Mike, except the conversation's continuing in my head. So that's a whole thing. So Yeah, yeah. I can see that, because... I'm coming to you now, and it's like, hey, I haven't spoken to you since last week, but you're like, well, yes. I was just listening to you. So. <laughs> and you were talking about things that are a crossover. Mm, we talk about pen and paper a lot in that episode, actually. Right, right, and that's the spot that I'm at. Mm. And So it's like I'm in your head or you're in my head mm-hmm. or one of those things, neither of which we want, right? No. <laughs> like, no, I don't know. Um, but yeah, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Okay, Mike. I don't see, I don't know why. Anyway, uh, I want to talk about something uh, real quick before we begin today. Um, you may have, well, you've definitely heard us talking over the last few weeks about Relay FM membership. You're going to continue hearing us talk about this. It's going to mm-hmm. become much more important as the year goes on. You would be wild to not understand why. Right. Mm, um, me and Stephen have written a letter, an open letter called Moving Forward, which you can read. It's at relay.fm slash forward, but I'll put a link in the show notes. Basically, the COVID-19 pandemic is disrupting every single business on the planet in some way, and it's disrupting us with advertising. Now, you may think, but Mike, you have ads on this show. And yes, I agree, I do. But the future is becoming a lot less sure. Um, we have ads now. But it's, you know, I, I believe that things may continue to get more difficult for us in the future. So we're trying to take steps now to prevent issues for Relay FM, for us, for us being able to produce the content that we want to produce in the way that we want to produce it. You know, like me and Brad have proven over time that like there's nothing that's going to stop us making this show, but things may get significantly more difficult uh, if all the advertising dries up because <laughs> this is how we continue. So we want to continue to make the Relay FM membership program more and more interesting, more and more valuable. And one of the ways that we're doing this now is with the Relay FM members Discord. Uh, Discord is a community tool. It's kind of like Slack, but a bit different. Um, obviously, Brad has the pen addict Slack, and we've looked at this stuff over time, and we've settled on Discord because it has really great moderation tools um, and lots of wonderful community-focused features that we want to be able to embrace so we can build the community. We currently have over a 1,000 people in the Relay FM Discord, and it's growing, growing more and more by hundreds of people every single day. So, if you want to join the Discord and support this show, uh, you can sign up at relay.fm/membership. But there's also a link in the show notes of your podcast app right at the very top. 
If you click that button, you will be helping support this very show. So if you enjoy The Pen Addict and you want to throw us some money, you can do that. You'll get lots and lots of benefits. There's some additional bonus content that we do every year. There's a Relay FM newsletter and now also the Relay FM members Discord. Uh, also, if you listen live going forward, there is a live stream chat in the Discord, which I'm going to be paying my attention to going forward because I can't keep my eye on both places. And also, I've never liked the IRC channel that we use <laughs> uh, to talk because IRC is very old and very bad. So, um, Relay.fm slash forward to read the letter and you can uh, sign up at Relay.fm slash membership. Now would be a good time. We've got a lot of stuff planned throughout the rest of the year that we want to do to make this uh, a really good value exchange. We want you to become members, but we want to be able to make it worth your while. Um, and we're doing a lot of things for that. So please consider it. A couple of comments, if I may, may before we get properly started here. Yep. Um, I think Discord's the correct platform. If I had things to do over again, I think I would be on Discord instead mm-hmm. of Slack. Um, and still could be. I mean, the Panatic Slack is awesome. And I'm glad it exists. And it's been very valuable to many of us. Um, I think Discord just allows for different tools. Like you said, you can assign moderators. I mean, that's a huge thing right out yeah. the gate. That's people can mute people. They can Slack. block people. Yeah. They can. We can yeah. ban and kick people if they're not following the rules. We can actually set out rules. Yeah, um, and let's be clear, have, you know, Slack is not built for what we're using it for, right? No, we're, Slack is a business tool and Discord yeah. is a community tool. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's uh, one. Number two, I am a firm believer, and you already know this, Mike, and I think the listeners already know this, in the direct support models of, mm-hmm. um, of the internet that we have these days. You know, advertising is one thing, affiliates are one thing, but there's no better way than to have... I, I fully believe in the most direct path possible of support, and that's what uh, allowing a, a membership, uh, that's what a membership allows you to do. It has mm-hmm. a direct path from you as a creator to those who enjoy your work to have a two-way street of you know content and support, and it's just very direct, and it's the the best, simplest way, um, and I think the, the best way, like I um, to to have that. And, um, I'm glad that you're doing this. You know, we've had relay memberships for what, two, three years now. And longer than that, like five, has it been five? Yeah. So we've been doing the, yeah, cause we've already done four member shows. Uh-huh. Right. So we've had that platform on relay and now we're just going to lean into it a little bit more. Yep. And I think you'll like what you'll see in the future from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's going to be a lot. Yep. So, uh, we're all of us as, um, relay hosts are fully behind Mike and Steven and what they create. We wouldn't be here if we didn't believe in what their vision is. So that's, uh, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, this is really why you need to support us. This is why we need your money. <laughs> <laughs> the Bung Box Fujiyama Blue, Mike, mm-hmm. appeared out of the ether into our screens over the past week. And let's just cut to the chase. I'm enamored. This is a Brad pen. Mm-hmm. 
it has the style and aesthetic that I'm looking for. We haven't talked about a Sailor limited edition in forever, Mike. It seems like at least one week. That's that we a good record about. for us, frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know. Like I think without one week, you know, we haven't gotten those nasty sailor emails like, oh, oh you talk about a sailor. Um, well, I'm, that's all I'm gonna talk about in this post is sailor. It is very similar in color. I forget the model number, the model name, but it was a limited edition that had this blue barrel, these light blue caps, and had some red. I think it was the Kingfisher model, which is a model a couple of my friends have that they constantly tease me about because it's one of my favorite looking models. And this one takes that model. It doesn't have the red um, finial on it, but in its place, it is the standard Pro Gear size, the, the large size one, and it has a metal section, and the metal section is rhodium plated it looks like it's not a black ion plating mm-hmm. metal section what else can i want in a pen what well, else can what i about ask for a cap with polished rod and macai work on it which they have not shown in any of the imagery on their instagram yeah. which is weird like there's something going on on the cap and they're not showing <laughs> it and it's like i'm a yeah i'm a little i'm not concerned because it's just the finial like how much you know weirdness can happen although they did they did prove to show uh the clown on the um the 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 pink one here recently but the message in the instagram feed is yes we can show you that on may 17th i'm like what is happening like the pre-order is on the 15th or something like that so that's the thing they're doing a pre-sale on the, uh, newsletter on, the, doing on that. the 15th. So I'm going to try to get one. Like, oh, let's yeah? just cut to the chase. I'm going to try to get one. Yeah, I haven't bought a limited edition Sailor in a while. This one, this is why I don't buy them all, right? Because yep. when something comes up that I really want, I want to really try and do that. So I wonder if it'll be something with the Mount Fuji on there. That would be great. Well, you would expect if it so. does. It's going to be Mount Fuji because it is like the Mount Fuji edition. They even have like a Fujiyama blue special wooden box. I think the yeah. 4B had a wooden box. Like this is the higher tier one. This is this is about $400 US. Mm-hmm. So this is similar to the 4B. It is one of the more expensive ones that they do. Um, yeah, so. and I think it's you know it's it's the, because it's the bigger size, bigger barrel, size, right? metal, metal section, section, custom boxes, the whole nine yards. Yeah, so I'll put a link in the show doc of the old pin that I that I've never owned, but it's it's the color reminds me of that minus the red, and um, it's just a really neat pin. So I love this color. This is this is one hundred percent my jam. I've sent them an email. I don't know if I, that puts me on the list or I have to wait for the email list, whatever it is. I'm going to try to get this one. Um, and this is the first one I've tried to buy in quite a while in you know the special edition range, maybe since my YY Pin Club. I'm probably missing something. But for the Sailor Limited Editions, this is this is one that uh, I would like to own. What so, about you? What, do you? what do you think about this? Well, I have something. I think Adina found this, and I don't really mm-hmm. know where it came from, but she was just Googling around and found that this uh, a listing for this pen from a year ago on mm-hmm. a website called Carousel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really understand how that's the case, but it looks like this exact pen. I so think Fujiyama Blue has been released. That's what the chat is saying. Like the Fujiyama Blue has been released before, but maybe it's a little different somehow. Yeah. So I think that this pen has existed oh, before. Yeah from bung box yes right that so this here it is the second time they've done it so if you want to get um, a sense of what this pen 
actually is going to look like in full, including the the Mount Fuji uh, finial, you're going to be able to get it from here. Like this, and th- this isn't a bad thing, a weird thing. Like they, this may have been the second time they've done this. We've known this, right? They do this yeah. a lot. They they will reproduce pens, maybe with some slight tweaks, like the pink glove or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so this the original was June 2018 Pro Gear. Price forty one thousand yen, limited to one hundred, and it has the Mount Fuji finial, which is beautiful. So I bet they changed the finial, like they've been doing with the pink gloves, right? Yes. So they've released three pink gloves, and the finial has been different every time. Yeah, right. Like I have the Clover, Adina has whatever the second one the was, Joker. and then the th- third one is the Joker. Oh, Adina, Adina has the Joker one. There yeah, was one I, in the middle. Mine is the Maya, the middle one, and it's a bow and arrow. Okay, with a Cupid heart arrow. Gotcha. So yeah, I missed out on this one. Uh, I'm going to try not to miss out this time because I think this is really one I will enjoy. So, Especially since it's the full-size sailor. Um, I would think about yeah. it more if it was the smaller. So I'm trying to limit my um, Pro Gear Slim purchases. It's going to have to really, really jump out. And I don't know, this one might have. Um, if it was the standard, I still might have tried to get it. But um, It being I the mean, standard the one is makes it more tempting because that is also as you said it's rarer for them to do this like bung box tend mm-hmm. to do slim um it's probably because they can sell them cheaper right like because it's a cheaper well pen. and this one this one yes yes on the slim and this one if they're gonna have the metal section they don't do that in the slim size yeah and that's why like the metal section ones that i have i have two of them uh they're both on the larger side so yep yep Ooh. I'm getting my metal section, one that I busted, remember, mm. that fell off mm-hmm. uh, recently. I'm getting that back this week, maybe today. I have a, uh, I've got a special surprise on, on that one. Um, okay. We're going to have to talk. We're going we're gonna to have a long conversation about this pen and the process. Did you do um, something weird? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah, in the very most Brad way possible, yes. Oh, my God. It's going to be like quantum level. <laughs> thickness right like how God, thin no. can a nib be oh right? maybe Made that yeah, yeah 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 oh maybe we'll see we'll see mm-hmm. all right i don't know what the quantum level relates to would the platinum 3776 shiyun be quantum level purple i don't know what what's going on here mike we have a new platinum limited edition release this was released this was linked to me by some friends on twitter it's been all over reddit it's been in the panatic slack mm-hmm so this is the latest in Platinum's limited edition series, you know, where the the Kumpu and the Raka and the Shungyo and all those great pens that we always talk about have come from. This is the next in line and it's purple and I have a lot of questions. I have well, some I'm, questions. Here's my Mike. question. <laughs> so the barrel has something going on. Mm-hmm. Is this just an indentation or are there holes in it again? It looks like just indentations, right? Like a relief? Yes. Yeah, so let's start with number one. Our image is not great. Image no. quality is low. So Very is low quality scan. Best Im- it's like I searched like another hour after I got this scan to try to find like a real one, like the, the full size PDF, and I couldn't find it. So we're going to have to go with what we have. This is very much a combination of the one thing that the Kumpu did, Mike was not show off the ridges in the barrel as well in the pictures as they were in real life. I felt Mm. that it was a very deep and swirly pattern on the barrel. And that wasn't 
relayed in the pictures. It looked you you could you could tell there was some indentation in there and that mm-hmm. there was a pattern you could feel, but the pictures didn't do it justice. This is on the other side of the ledger. This feels like deep trenches <laughs> cut out from this looking yeah. at the images, right? And if I'm seeing this and like I couldn't see them on the kumpu and I'm seeing them this visually on this, it's going to be aggressively deep and I'm curious on how that's going to look and feel in the hand. I think good. I mean, this is going to crush, right? Because of the color, right? I think this is going to be a quick sellout. Yeah, very deep purple. Um, I'm I'm intrigued, honestly. Like, I'm intrigued. I, you know, I've started a very small love affair with the 3776, right? I own two mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And, like, yesterday, I was sitting down to write my in my theme system journal, and I was thinking to myself, I today I want to pick, I just had this thought, uh, the best nib. That was what I thought to myself. And okay, so I like pick- your choice of writing, you're saying, I'm yep. going to pick. Okay. Well, and I thought to myself, I want a really good nib today. That's what I want to write with. Like, sometimes I'll pick a pen color. Sometimes I'll go for an ink color. But yesterday, I was like, I want a really good nib to use. And I reached for my 3776 Nice Lilas, which mm-hmm. is the purple one with just the straight ridges in it, which has a... Uh, bold nib 14 karat gold mm-hmm. bold platinum nib that was mm-hmm. what i picked i was not wrong in my feeling there uh right like yeah. it is one of the best best if not the best nib that i own on a pen and that was just like an interesting thought to me where it was very quick that i came to that conclusion so i would very happily welcome another uh platinum nib into my life in a nice yeah. nice bodied pen that you won't have to send off for six months and mm. get repaired. Mm, I just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, um, I don't know why you would do that. But that's <laughs> this color spectacular. I was trying to get a translation of Shiyun. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. S-H-I-U-N. The initial translations I came up with were uh, purple cloud or violet cloud, uh, which make a lot of sense in the imagery. Lenin toolbar. The Lenin toolbar. <laughs> but the... Um, the imagery has like purple clouds around Mount Fuji. When you look up, you know, purple cloud or violet cloud on Google or Google Translate for Shiyun, it gets into some uh, Buddhism, you know, when you die, Buddha shows up on the purple cloud kind of thing. So I'm like, okay, this could be an interesting. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're going for here, but Why? Um, that's a whole nother level. No, I, I don't, because that's the imagery is Mount Fuji and purple clouds around it. So yeah. I'm sure it's kind of some sunset sunrise. I doubt they're going to have the Buddhism factor in the marketing for the pen. Um, but it, it lined up pretty quickly in Google Translate as, you know, that's what Buddha shows up on a violet cloud. Um, mm. When when I was looking up, trying to get the description of Shiyun and the meaning behind that, which I thought was super interesting. So anyway, the, this, this pen will do extremely well. It reminds me mostly of the last release, which was the Roca, uh, which was like the snowflake one, the all clear one with the, with tons of, you know, faceting etching edges like it just had a really a lot going on in the barrel and it wasn't for me like this is going to be too much i think for me but you never know when you see it in person like what you're actually going to get here so i'll be what anxious was the to name see this of the one, one that literally had holes in it you remember that one right platinum didn't do one i mean there was a, a paniter honeycomb that literally had holes in it basically mm. it was like lattice work 
Mm, okay, maybe. And it was clear. It was clear honeycomb pattern. Um, it was the Panider honeycomb, which we we talked about on the show. So you might be thinking of that. Yeah, I think the, I am thinking of that because the I... platinums did not have holes in them. Okay, then it must have been that one. Let me see. I can find it. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, it's that pen. The yeah, Panider honeycomb. It, that's a really neat pen. Like when you you pick it up and hold it. I remember the first time I ever got to touch one, I broke it in half. It was pretty cool. Yeah, this is that's it. I remember you telling me that story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But still, I I love that pen. They've come out with a, a black one that's pretty cool too. So yeah, it's a good pen. All right, let's take a break and thank our first sponsor, and that is Squarespace. You can make your next move with Squarespace. They will let you easily create a website for your next idea or project. With Squarespace, you can register a unique domain name for your site. You can take advantage of award-winning, beautiful templates that will let you build the website that you want with all of the functionality that you want, but also looking the way that you want. And when I talk about that functionality, Squarespace, they do it all. If you want a blog, a portfolio, an online store, they will do all that. It can help you design logos for your site. They can even help you manage email campaigns. Like You can do everything with Squarespace. They are the all-in-one platform that will help you build your website. They can even help you build the website to help you start your business if that's something that you're looking to do in your life. They have the tools that you're going to need, and they make it easy. Not only do they have award-winning 24-7 customer support, there's also nothing to install or patch or upgrade or worry about with Squarespace. They've got it all covered for you. They also have great apps as well. I really like their iOS apps. Their, their iPad app is so good now. Like before, you know, they had like the, the functionality of oh, you can publish posts to your to your blog. It's like all right, that's really useful. Or then they had an analytics app, and that's really useful. They had a commerce app, that's really useful. And then they came out with a new version of the actual Squarespace app, which will let you customize and modify the design of your website. Like it's so so good. I've used it when building websites for Squarespace in the last year or two. Super awesome. You can try out Squarespace for yourself right now by going to squarespace.com slash penaddict. And when you decide to sign up, use the offer code penaddict and you'll get 10% of your first purchase of a website or domain and show you support for this show. So that free trial, you don't need to give them any credit card info at squarespace.com slash penaddict. And then you just use the code penaddict to get 10% of your first purchase when you sign up for a plan. A thanks to Squarespace for their continued support of this show and all of Relay FM. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website quick shout out to Squarespace support who is always fast and efficient and they make my life easier. I was getting a rash of comment spam, Mike. Someone was going to my comment form mm. and spamming probably automated, right? They wrote something to you know just fill in comments and constantly send emails. You know just nonsense in there, right? Um so I said, "Hey, is there a way to like moderate these comments can can we like block something do something and they sent me an article oh you can add captcha to that page so the automated bots automated bots don't go through and uh fill out your forms so they sent out me sent me a link i had it set up in about five minutes and fixed my problem real quick so that was pretty cool that's pretty great pretty great kind of like this tease this this whole show is one big tease mike this tease of leonardo's new material on their Instagram page, it just knocked my socks off. I, I don't know what to say. There's a lot this. going on here. It's not just the material, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's no, it's pretty much just the material because you're thinking that this is a piston filler, but it's really a captured converter, and that's the blind cap. I'm very confused. <laughs> Are you thinking this is a piston filler? Well, it says new piston. 
Well, mm, it says, I okay, we'll see if it is. <laughs> they say it is. It says huge capacity. So maybe it is. Maybe you're right, and I'm it wrong says, about so this. So the post has a, a picture. It's like a close-up of something, like something it's mechanical. It's just the backside of the pen, yeah. Yeah, with uh, a very beautiful material. And it says, a preview, the new MZ Grand 2020. New piston designed to produce yeah. in our workshops. Huge filler capacity, 1.5 milliliters. Now that I read the huge filler capacity part, yeah, I was thinking it was just a new design for their captured converter air quote piston system. But if this is for real piston system and in this type of material and in the Leonardo, I'm in. So my, my comments were, as I was reading through this seeing all of the pen companies like the retailers actually comment on this post like Fontaplumo and apple bomb they're like oh give me this pen now <laughs> that makes you think you're on the right path you right when that you make is. something that's thirst that's what that is <laughs> yeah. from the from the brands there they're being thirsty <laughs> in the comments i rarely see that from retailers in a pin brand's feed. I and I just cracked up. It's like I have to put this in there. Um just because I thought it was so hilarious to see them talking <laughs> the way they were. Mm. The thirst, Mike, as you say. Let me um, tell you, right? I don't mm-hmm. I can't remember a pen brand that I have done a 180 on in my interest in such mm-hmm. a short space of time than Leonardo. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. like I'm looking through their Instagram feed, right? And yep. going back just a couple of months, there's pens that like I really am not interested in at all. Like I just don't like the design of them. Mm-hmm. And then as it gets more and more recent, it's like, oh yeah, I am interested now. Like they're doing some stuff, right? Like we know yeah. that they're working on these pens with um Jonathan. Jonathan Brooks, right? Which I'm mm-hmm. I'm really intrigued about. And then they're working on other materials, right, that we're seeing glimpses of and other fits like systems and whatever it is they're doing and i'm like all right you're like you're catching my attention now mm-hmm. so i scrolled through the comments and there are four <laughs> pen retailers have commented on this post and it's cracking me up and they did clarify the piston comment to someone else's comment and yeah i think you're right it's going to be a real piston someone asked captive uh converter or piston and they replied directly piston so yes so i stand corrected you are right they are teasing multiple things here one of them being a new filling system Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. interesting yeah but that uh that color that material it's interesting you say that about the turnaround they have uh as they say turned up what they're doing yes over there at leonardo and uh, they're turning into something uh worth watching and worth uh worth commenting on frequently not, because they're doing really interesting things i it's it's the materials i'm really not a fan of their standard clip design though like i don't i don't really like it so i'm never a i don't know the official term but i'm never like a ball tip kind of clip person you know where it's mm. rounded on the end of the clip that goes over your pocket, right? It's there for like technical reasons. So it'll slide over your pocket easier, whatever you're clipping it to. But yes, I agree with you. I generally don't care for that design. It is much less noticeable in person than it is in the pictures. Like I never even realize that style is there when I'm using the pen. Okay. Um, But you can notice it in the pictures, but I wouldn't have, I had to go look, put it this way. I had to go look at the picture to remind myself what the clip looked like when you said that. That's how insignificant it is in the overall design when it's sitting there on your desk. Right. But like their material design is like really what has been catching my eye 
um mm-hmm. like that is there's been some change there right there with like the memento yes. zero model mm-hmm. um which is the one that you've been really fawning over right is that yes mm-hmm. and and i'm like i completely agree right like there's just there's something about their more recent design which is becoming more intriguing to me um i don't know if there's been a change there right like at leonardo like if mm-hmm. either they've got someone new that they're like working at the company who's changing direction or they're just changing tastes but we're starting to meet right like leonardo yes. and me are starting to meet same as you really right like it just happened sure. a bit sooner like mm-hmm. their tastes and my tastes are starting to align closer together and i think that's super cool because i love when this sort of stuff happens this is not the first brand that we felt this way about and it won't be the last um because that's a lot of pen design it's fashion in its own way it's like what Mm -hmm. is in fashion and that changes and sometimes companies that are like incumbents in a space they get pushed out because they missed a trend and Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is that they're doing even if it is a trend at all but there's they've got something going on over there and it's it's catching my attention but the same conversation i have where I turned the corner on Montegrappa, right? It's the same type of thing. Something changed in in a positive sense for me to latch on to the designs and style and build of Montegrappa pens in the same same kind of way we're seeing with these Leonardos now. So yeah, it's cool to see. Like I love this stuff, right? This is really really neat stuff to to see in our industry. I think it's fascinating. Mhm. You did something that shocked me, Mike. Shocker I, coming I up. I bought all the color inks on the pen addict. All the, all all the color neon inks. I bought them all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that wasn't in the show notes. It says yeah. I bought. It says Mike bought the color inks. I was like, okay, he picked out some fluorescent neon ones, which surprised me. Number one, number two, you're telling me you bought all eight. Yeah. Mm. Okay. How did how did this happen? This is well, not. This is not. This is not your norm by no. any stretch of the imagination. So I want to know what happened here. All right. So I wanted the the neon inks, right? I was upset at you sure. because <laughs> you didn't tell me that, that they mm-hmm. were available, right? We'd spoken about mm-hmm. them and you mm-hmm. didn't tell me. So I was out on my own. You went ahead and bought the ones that you wanted. <laughs> and uh, Fair. I put my email address in on their website as like tell me when there's more right tell me mm-hmm. when you got them back like into the color inks website no to the shiguri mm-hmm. so the shiguri inks website yes um to like oh tell me when you've got them back in stock and they sent me an email a few days ago and it's like right we got them in stock again and i was like awesome i'm gonna go and take a look get the ones that i wanted and then i when i went to the website i couldn't really remember which ones i wanted and <laughs> You know, what, like, you, you know, but, and like, cause it's difficult, right? And like, looking at them, it's like, ah, which ones did I like the look of the most? Yeah. Which ones were intrigued me the most? And I couldn't really work out which ones. Uh, I bought seven of them, by the way. Maybe I just missed Ooh, one. You did. Yeah, I think I missed the yellow. I would. That would have been my bet. That's going to be the least popular by a pretty good stretch. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't want that one i haven't i have yeah. an ink that's already kind of like that and and it doesn't work for me like the yellow is too faint um anyway so i didn't buy the yellow one just by accident it's it's listed weirdly on the on the sugar inks page like seven mm-hmm. of them are all together and then the yellow one is like on a lower row right because you're 
Because default, I already oh, went by best selling. Default sort is by best huh. selling. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that makes sense then. So right? <laughs> yep. funny. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's so why I, I said when I was, I would have if there was a pack of eight, I would have just clicked the button, right? Mm-hmm. But if I got to pick, I was not gonna pick yellow. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, all right, I don't know what ones I want really, and I need to. I feel like I really need to kind of try them to understand what ones I like, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. Adina was super into them as well. So I figured I'm just going to buy seven of them. If I was going to buy four of them, I mm-hmm. might as well buy seven of them at $10 each. Uh, right. I was just like, all right, I'm just going to get all of them. And, and you know, as I said, I don't really have a, we don't really have a lot of ink, right? So yeah. adding this amount is not going to like be, it's going to significantly increase our overall stock, but not make it to a point where it's become unmanageable because we have another seven ink bottles, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just figured, why not go for it, see what ones I like, and it's and it's not just me making the decisions, you know, like, Adina wants some too, so it's like, well, let me just get quote-unquote all of them, which is what I thought I right. was getting, and uh, see what ones are the best for us. So. That's cool. I, I'm in, I am very interested to see what you think about these things because there's no way that I would have thought you would... I wouldn't think you would dislike them, but it'd usually be like, eh, not for me kind of thing because they're very different in how they go look on the page, right? It's a, it's a very saturated Mm -hmm. type of ink. You are going to have to, I will, I will set a reminder like every like third episode or so I'll say, Hey, did you clean out this pen? Cause you're going to have to manage these a little bit. They're not going to mess up your pens, Uh but they will not write as well if they're not used for like two or three weeks at a time. I'm not going to use all of them and I'm probably just going to pick my favorite favorite one or two and put them in a pen that yeah that's my plan yeah yeah so like if you leave them in like a translucent barrel pen like you can see almost like a little film like when you clean it out like if you put purple in clear right you'll see like a little purple ring and you just have to get in there it comes right off but you have to clean it a little bit more and i know that's not your thing mm-hmm. and I, i'm saying that in the in the nicest way possible with these inks you need to pay attention a little bit more with them well we'll say they're on the way um, so hopefully I'll have them within the next couple of weeks and I'll be able to tell you exactly what I think about all the ones that I purchased. I'm very interested because you use a lot of like medium and broad nibs, like you were just saying, and I think they're going to work really well, but it's, I think are so. you going to, are you going to like them? And I, I kind of think you might, like, I can see you like latching on to like this purple or something as like, Oh, look at my notes in this wicked purple. That's pretty cool. I think I, I have high hopes that you're going to like them and not be disappointed all right so next up the twisby eco transparent saw this on instagram Mm -hmm. looks Mm -hmm. very appley this ad to me it's like a very ipod nano uh it's five new twisby ecos with no clear okay it's five twisby ecos (laughs) possibly some of them new uh, with clear barrels and cl- they like they demonstrate barrels and they have clear caps and clear like piston. What is that called? The twisting part. The piston. Uh, the the, the the blind cap. The twist knob. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but they're all in they're all in colors, rainbow like colors. Yeah. So these are not new. Okay. They the way this picture is shot makes you think, wow, they're making these with gunmetal trim, but it's the lighting. I think this is just a fancy shot because all of these already exist. They're all already awesome. I was curious why you put this in the show notes. Um, Because I had to take a second, I had to take a second look. I was like, why is the thing in the thing? And 
they're interesting in the fact that this is the core lineup of what Twisby is done with the eco, right? So these are the five core colors, mm. but they have so many special edition colors. Like there's other pink ones and corally ones and all kinds of different things out there. There's solid color ones, which would you believe? I, I'm glad you put this in here because I wanted to talk about as Mr. Translucency and transparency over here. I like the Twisby Ecos with the solid caps better. Yeah, well, they've got the whole demonstrator going on in the middle anyway. So, like, it's, you know, the, the thing that you care about the most, or the thing I care about the most, at least, when it mm-hmm. comes to um, a, a pen with any kind of translucency is the body of the pen being translucent. Yeah. So I see the ink inside. So these are one of my favorite just pens, period. Even though these are not new, they might be new to somebody, right? Someone's just listening to this show for the first time. And this is the pen that you might want to consider if you're going to make your first foray into mm. fountain pens. Now that I see this picture and we're talking about it, I want gunmetal hardware on, the, on these pens instead of the yeah. chrome that they use. That would be dope. I apologize for bringing something old to the show today. Hey, we, we use these pens all the time. We talk about this pen mm-hmm all the time and it gives me an opportunity to say that shockingly enough i prefer the solid colors in the eco over the transparent ones which is not something i would normally say shocking revelations on today's mm-hmm. episode so you might not be the only one bringing something old to the show today mike i'm bringing up a paper sizes link mm-hmm. that someone sent to me saying did you know that there were at one time a British imperial cut paper size. We talk about, you know, how I prefer um, paper sizes. Like, I would prefer, like, consistent sizes, like in the A series, you know, A0 through whatever, 9, however tiny they can make it. So I prefer standards in my paper sizes. And someone sent this thing, said, hey, did you know there were British imperial paper sizes? And I said, no, I didn't. So I pulled up this link, Mike. Did you know that the three main sizes of the British cut cut writing paper were named Albert, Duchess, and Duke? (laughs) No, I definitely didn't know that. This is new to you, because I'm guessing this does not exist, right? This is is not something, like, I'm reading the, the... the intro it says before metric metrication that's a hard word before the metric system in the uk the uk used british imperial paper sizes most of which were quickly superseded by the iso 216 a series paper sizes which is what i'm referring to when i talk about the a series paper sizes like that's a standard that's an international standard paper size but the british had albert which was a four inch by six inch paper size duchess which was four and a half by six and duke which was five and a half by seven i I'm proposing we bring these sizes back, Mike. I am in to Albert, Duchess, and Duke. What do you say? I mean, I'm completely on board. Whilst I enjoy the metric system, maybe we just need to rename the metric system sizes to Albert, Mm -hmm. Duchess, and Duke, right? Like A4, A3, and A5. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can just just give them new names. Will you bring this up to the queen for me? Yeah. I mean, that's... No problem. We need her approval... Then we're going to go back to Albert, Duchess, and Duke for our standard. So Duke is like the A5 size, 5 by 5 by 7. That's the biggest of the three. Um, and Duchess and Albert are, are smaller. Wait, but if Duke is the biggest, it would be A3, not A5. Right, but I'm saying 5 by 5 by 7 is 
A five ish sizes, right? Ah, uh, okay, all right. But then A five A five is like five point three, five point eight by eight point three. So, so I was what just would be a four point oh by six point oh? Like a yeah, field that's notes? like that's what bigger. That? Field notes is three and a half by five and a half. So that's your field note size. So that's like your A six. And then Duchess is just a weird dimension in in between. Right, but you see, this is what I'm saying, right? Like, I don't think we should, I think we should just pick three sizes, keep them in their current sizes, and just rename them. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so yes, we need to steal. A6 becomes Albert. Albert. A5 becomes Duchess, and A4 becomes Duke. Okay, sure. Yeah. With this. Yeah. Except that won't work, but yeah. I love this, though. It, isn't that cool? Isn't that a neat bit of history? So thank you for whoever sent, sent that to me um, in, in the chat. And then there, there's bigger... It's funny, the, those are the three smallest sizes in this in this list. Then you get into a full-scap quarto, full-scap folio, small post octavo. Like, and there are all these all the bigger sizes, all, all up to 8 by 10 which is large post quarto. Those aren't as fun as Albert, Duchess, and Duke. What were they thinking? Did, did they run out of... They couldn't... They shouldn't have run out of names that fast, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's Lord, enough. Lady, like we could have yep. had lots more things here. Then we have some really wild ones. You could have like Baron, uh, mm-hmm. Marquis, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we, we could go for <laughs> it, you know? So yeah, we'll we'll work on the change.org petition to the uh, International Paper Standards Board to change these sizes into Albert, Duchess, and Deuce. So uh, I will get on that this week, okay? Sounds good. Mm. I'm sure you have contacts there. Mm, mm. Working on it. It's like Jeremy with the emoji stuff, right? <laughs> he Jeremy controls all is, the emoji. <laughs> as well as being, uh, you know, like the, the, the most important person from a publicity standpoint for emoji. He also sits on the emoji consortium, like mm-hmm. the Unico consortium, who are, like agrees the emoji. So I'm assuming that as well as, I'm talking about Jeremy Burge of Emojipedia, if you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> uh, and I, so what I'm assuming is like, as well as being the, like the foremost person talking about pen and paper on the internet, Brad Dowdy, you mm. also sit on the international paper standards body. That's my I assumption. I do, I do. I will give you a quick anecdote to to drive this point home, Mike. I had an email this week say, hey, what is this pen? I'm trying to determine what it is. So I get those emails all the time. And it was an old Zebra marker. Well, I'm one email away from Zebra Japan's PR person. So it See. took me like one email to send that off. And now I'm just waiting for a response. So yeah, I am the, I am the Jeremy Burge of the pen world. See, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right, let's thank our second sponsor of this week's episode, and that is Harry's. Now is not the time to overpay for razors at the drugstore because you probably can't go to one. Uh, Harry's knows that sometimes it's better to stay inside. That's why they'll ship directly to you so you can experience the quality of a Harry's shave in just a few days from the convenience of your own home. You should join the 10 million people who have tried Harry's. Claim your special trial offer by going to harrys.com slash penaddict. Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price at just $2 per blade. They've cut out all the stuff in the middle, manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century, which means you get incredibly high-quality blades at factory direct prices. Harry's are also super convenient. Their blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. Talk to me about Harry's, Brad. During these quarantine times, Mike. Mm-hmm. Quarantine. <laughs> quarantine times. Um, 
I could see where one might let their personal hygiene slide a little bit. You know, our, uh, you know, our, our styles are getting a little bit wild, even though yours looks, you know, mighty clean after a little, uh, little trim there at home. And I, I did take the clippers to, to my large dome and, um, burn up the clippers in, in doing so. But Mike, there's nothing that makes me feel better than getting a clean shave on my neck, you know, during, during quarantine. So protect your neck, use Harry's. <laughs> I don't know if they want to adopt that, but they can if they want mm. to, I suppose. You can mm-hmm. feel good about your purchase with Harry's. They have a 100% quality guarantee. So if you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. And 1% of proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better health care for men and veterans. Listeners of this show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash penaddict. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash penaddict to start shaving better today. Our thanks to Harry's for their support of this show and Relay FM. So I want to do a quick check-in with you, Mike. I said we would mix in what we're currently using here, you know, once a month or so. And I figured it's, it's at least been a few weeks since we've done this. And I like doing this mostly for, for my own purposes. I really don't care what you're using or not. I just want to know, have I stuck with some of the th- same things over the last few weeks? Have I changed it up a lot? What's sticking? What's coming? What's going? It's like Hunger Games on my desk at all times, Mike. There's like... 50 pins, only the strongest survive, only mm. the best papers survive. And, you know, we just have to have a little battle. So this keeps me honest about, hey, what am I really using on my desk right now? So can I tell you a few of these things? I would love to know. Platinum Curidos, Mike, inked up with the Platinum Mount Fuji Blue Black. Mm. Very on brand ink. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still not getting it with the curious so this okay. also helps me this also helps me collect my thoughts as i use products more and more right so the last time we talked about it i had just gotten it so i vowed to continue to use it over the the coming weeks i'm still using it i like it i like i don't dislike it but it's not compelling me to pick it up as much as i would like right it's not that exciting despite being good for me to just use it all the time, but I'm sticking with it. I'm continuing to use it. I'm writing a bunch of notes with it and like, I'm good in short, short bursts with it. I do not want to write long pages with it. And I think that kind of idea is going to stay with me. Um, up until, you know, like I write my review on the pen after I have another couple more weeks with it. So we'll see. We'll see. I just inked up over this weekend, Mike, the pilot custom 92. I mentioned this recently that Jenny from the finer point just reviewed hers. That's that made me want to ink mine up because it's such a good pen. It's probably one of pilots. I don't know. Volume wise, probably one of their lowest sellers of their mainline pens, just because it's a piston filler. So it's priced a little bit higher than the 91s and the 74s and the other things they have going on in, in that hundred dollar 
and up price range. But it's such a good pen. It's it's small. I inked it up with one of the new inks that I got, the Tono and Limbs Fukuoka Fidelity, which is like this strawberry watermelony type of color that I'm surprised I like as much as I do. That's normally not my range. Like if I'm gonna use a pink type color, I want it to pop a little bit more. This is a good match for this blue pen. I like uh I like what I did there. Props to me on that one. So very happy about that. And I'll eventually review that ink as well. I just reviewed on Monday the Viking Collectors set, the Pencil collector set, and there was a pencil in there of Vikings that I hadn't used. It's called the Element One, and what I didn't realize about this pencil is this is considered their premium pencil, right, of mm-hmm. their lineup. So there's your standard school grade pencil. I like how I like how Viking does it. It's real simple. We have they have a school grade lineup, which is just your mass bulk pencil they have your office grade lineup which is your mass bulk pencil for adults who aren't going to be chewing on their pencils and destroying them as quickly so we can charge them a little bit more and make them a little bit nicer and then we have our premium pencil for the people like me who want the fancy pencils right and like i think this is like a dollar 25 that's where the fancy pencil comes in it's really good it's got this matte black matte barrel um it's got all of vikings awesome logo work on here it is eraserless so it's got a painted end cap which is my preferred style really good graphite it's an hb i really like this pencil so i've been using this a bunch before the review using it and after the review um i'm using it on the lined and blank note cards from knock i wrote up some of my index card usage on uh in refill this weekend the panatic members newsletter yeah i've been getting a bunch of questions about how i use index cards why i choose to use index cards and this has been this pencil has been active on those note cards not just for writing these analog downloads that i post on instagram but just for other random sketches and doodles that i use note cards for too just because the the gist of the post was they're almost like an ephemeral type of thing like you put down something on a note card, then you put it away and it's kind of gone forever. Um, Sometimes you just throw it away. So that's why I like note cards so much. Notebook wise, I'm using the Midori White Grid A5. Um, I'm just using this notebook to just ramble in. It's kind of like a new thing for me. I'm seeing... I have no real commentary on that other than it's going well so far. Like I sat down like in the 30 minutes lead up to today's show i was listening to you on cortex um as i was getting ready for the show getting my things together had an idea got Mm. out this notebook and wrote a full page in it Mm. that's just what i'm doing now so we'll see how this goes i don't know that's it's a new thing for me i'm just trying to yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i'm having lots of thoughts in my head that like need to be out of my head i know somewhere how you're feeling so i was talking to steven about this yesterday you know people they react to world events or to life changing mm-hmm. events in different ways. Uh, people that tend to be creative and like self starters or whatever will, in a situation like this, uh, go through waves, I think. And I go through these waves of like, ah, to mm-hmm. working harder than I've worked. Yeah. I mean, uh, right now, I, uh, there are times where, like, uh, when I'm when I'm working on something right now, like really working on something, I'm working harder than I have in like five years, right? Because it's like, well, 
got to keep moving. Right. So, yeah. I've never written as much as I've been writing right now. And this is all just like private stuff. Now, I'm not talking about like, you know, blog stuff or newsletter stuff, just like private stuff. Like mm-hmm. my, I use Tot now for notes, right? And like I have just pages and like one of the notes is just like scroll, scroll, scroll of just like brain dump ideas. And I'm using that, um, this notebook, the same, same type of way. It's just anything, anything goes in there. And it's like for my eyes only, right? This is not a a public notebook that like I'm going to be sharing on Instagram or something like that. Right. It's just, it's just, I keep it in my desk. I carry it around. It's for me to just ramble, um, to just, to get some ideas down on the page. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. Very happy. Um, the next item I'm using and last for today is the ink and volt executive notebook. I'm using that one. It, it would be what I'd be using my Midori for, but I was already using the Midori, the ink and volt. I'm using it for a review and it's kind of impressive. Like, I think this is going to get a pretty good review when I do it. Uh, Anna just did a review of some that she got from ink and volt. It was a different model than mine and she sung its praises. I will be doing the same. It's not an inexpensive notebook, but it is a big, nice, high quality paper notebook done in partnership with uh, Kunisawa out of Tokyo. Um, you know, spoiler alert right now, I'm pretty high on it and it's going to get good marks. So, mm. um, that's, I, so I use like the products I review, like I try to, obviously I need to use them for a while before making my statements known on them, just like I'm doing with the Curios and, and other things like that. So Ink and Volt is going to be coming up down the line. I'm enjoying it very the much. Branding so is good. It's very clean, very professional. Ink and Volt has been around for a little bit, and I've talked to them over the years, time to time. Uh, I think I've given away some of their paper products before, but they did this in collaboration with Kunisawa, who I was already familiar with. And Kunisawa, their manufacturing is like top tier. But when they launched their paper line, the paper quality was hit and miss, right? They had some good batches and some bad batches. Mm -hmm. So they went back to the drawing board, Kunisawa did, to come up with a better paper. I don't have it defined in like the marketing that this is the better paper, but it sure as heck feels like it and it sure as heck is performing like it so far. So I'm going to assume the way that this paper is, it's the good stuff because it's acting like it. You want to know what I'm using? Yes. So, the paper is obvious, mostly. Panel book, yes. I'm using it right now. Theme mm-hmm. System Journal, using it every day. Still yep. working on getting more of those. Boy, do I have a story to tell at some <laughs> point in the future. Um, I've been uh, I've using like a second desk at the moment for my mm-hmm. iPad stuff, and at that desk I've been uh, gravitating towards some field notes just because it's, it's easier for that desk and i've been uh, using a pairing of the field notes national parks series which is one of my favorites just visually it's very beautiful design Mm -hmm. uh, along with the retro 51 system which is the pen that mike dudek used a created sorry not used i mean he may have used mine i don't know maybe he did maybe he didn't uh (laughs) but it's the one that he made this is the the, uh the solar system uh, design Mm -hmm. really one of the very Best-looking Retro 51 is one of the most consistent design ideas uh, executed to perfection. Um, yep. Wonderful pen. Uh, and then on my recording desk, where I usually do the majority of my pen usage anywhere, so all my pens are, uh, I've been gravitating every single day towards the Mark One Apollo. Um, I've been 
I just find that it's such an interesting pen to use because it's so unlike a lot of the other stuff that I own. Um, so I've been pick. I have that one just sitting next to my keyboard, and I will inevitably pick it up. Uh, the Mark One Apollo has replaced Curadas as the pen that I just pick up. Right, mm, so makes sense. Before I will put a, before a pen is like elevated to its permanent status on the desk, in like the pen holders that I have, I put it like just on the desk and keep picking it up and see, see you have if, hunger games going on too yeah yeah and then it's like which one will survive um the otherwise it gets stored away in the in the uh the, the i don't know the ikea drawers of doom yes. i guess yeah. i don't really know yeah. how else to describe it um and then today i've been for my show notes so to kind of as i write stuff as we record i've been using a pairing of the 1911 uh, king of pen Royal mm. Tangerine with the ink that I can now tell you because I consulted with my list beforehand. <laughs> the pairing in this pen is the Robert Oster Pen Addict Fire on Fire. Nice. Good ink. I went for the there. double most orange in the biggest orange <laughs> pen I own. You kind so. of have to. It's like aggressively orange. Yeah. So you kinda gotta go down there. Um the so orange of orange sheen. Yeah. Can I can I make, can I add some commentary? Like this is what I do. Yes. Like I, I see your things and I I wanna add commentary to it. How many crossover similar pins do you and I have? Because once I saw the tangerine tangerine king of pin on here, I was like, Oh, I have that pen too. Wait a minute. Mike and I don't have a lot of the same pens. Now that so. I if I really think about it, we do not have a lot of overlap like in say our sailors or our Well, yeah, pens. let's say once you get over two hundred dollars, there's not mm-hmm. a lot of overlap. Below mm-hmm. that, I reckon there's probably quite a lot of overlap. I okay. bet you own every pen I own, with the exception yeah. of some of the retro fifty ones. Yeah, probably so, probably right? so. Right. But like once you get above that level, I think our tastes like yeah, bifurcate diverge. a little bit more. Yeah. And and cuz I tend to go much more louder and prouder and you mm-hmm. will will I think your tastes a lot of the time are a little bit different to mine. Like you're more likely to buy a pen that is just all black because of some feature it has where I'm less sure. likely to do that, right? I think the Canaleas are a good example of this now that yeah. I think about it. Like between us, we own six. You have four, I have two. Is that well, right? Well, I'm still holding on to the corner cherry. I probably should do something <laughs> about that. Like I'm very likely going to buy it, but I just uh-huh. haven't done that yet. But. Well, that brings to my point. That would be the first overlap Canalea pin that we have. Like you have four different ones than I've ever owned. Like we do not have the same. Or do you no, have Hanamabe? Have you have Hanamabe? Uh, I have Hanamabe, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. So, okay, one of the three. So, yeah, I don't know. It just got me wondering. It's like, huh, me and Mike, do we have a lot of the same pens? Maybe, maybe not. So, yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, the Mark I Apollo, I've gotten some emails and questions on. Will they be available? I talked to Tom uh, Monday or so, and they're going to have a small amount after they finish their Kickstarter fulfillment, which right. is in about six weeks. So, hang tight it's if you're looking for that. It's basically the extras. So, don't assume that that yeah, means they're going to do it's a not gonna run. Be much. Right, like they probably have, I would expect, I don't know, there's like a small handful of extras that they had to have made for in case mm-hmm. there was problems. So mm. I guess it will be a very small amount yep. because I know that they have no, had at least last time that I asked them about this, no interest in making this like a pen. It was right. a limited edition. Yes, correct. So just like pay close attention if you're interested in that because it'll be quick, if any, and they'll be gone. 
Um, last comment, the Field Notes National Parks, a great series. They also, Field Notes just released a big batch of Deadstock Volume 2, which is one yep. of my favorite leases. I'm not buying any of those, but I love that release where they just take like all the scrap extra covers from all these previous releases and make really wild stuff. Yeah, this is the, like, so that they're most, I believe all cut out of just Draplin posters. Um, Yeah. And the the interesting thing about this is every single notebook of the three pack of everyone gets is different. Yeah. Because they're all uniquely cut. So Mm -hmm. I have a pack of the original ones of these, which is called Mm -hmm. Dead, Prince or something. It's called Dead Prince. Dead Prince. Yeah. Uh, it's this one. It's just funny. Just Dead Prince. Yeah. Uh, I like it. So, yeah, that is available and it is great. And I'll put it in the show notes because that is like super One of my favorite like styles that mm-hmm. they do outside of the norm. Like in the past, I, I would buy like five packs of these. This one yep. I'm buying zero just because I don't need any. Mm-hmm. But like these, if you're into the field notes, these are like the coolest ones, I think, to just pick I up and use and get something new. They out initially of that. came out. I think he was selling them at MondoCon. Mm-hmm. And it was just like people were going bananas for them. You know, while yep. we're talking about Draplin, like I really, I want to buy that watch so bad. <laughs> he hasn't um, put it up again yet. Like I think it was right. like taking there was pre-orders. Only, there was only like a hundred or so of them the first time. Yep. It was a very small amount. Um, one of our listeners did get one, sent me the picture. Um, and I was like, I didn't think I wanted it, but maybe I kind of do. So, oh, I will buy neat. it, but the last that I saw was like, at some point, there's going to be pre-order links for another, uh, okay. like pre-order for more of them. Um, yeah. And I've never seen that actually go up, but I believe it will happen at some point. And as soon as it does, I will be buying that thing. It's pretty cool. I'll probably jump on that too. So we'll uh, we'll keep each other informed if we see Please. it pop. And we'll keep you informed each week here on the Pen Attic Podcast. Wow. Isn't that right, Mike? Look at you go there. Do you want to wrap this one up? No, because I can't remember all the things that you have in your head. It's all your stuff. So if you want to <laughs> find Brad online, penaddict.com, knock.co. Brad streams live on Twitch Tuesdays, Thursdays. Go get some hashtag quarantine content from Brad Dowdy, 10 a.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash penaddict. If you want to know when Brad is streaming live, I'm sure he tweets about it at twitter.com slash dowdyism. He's also on Instagram at penaddict. I am imike, I-M-Y-K-E. Thanks to Harry's and Squarespace for supporting this episode. And thank you to you if you decide to become a Relay FM member. If you open your podcast application, the very top link will enable you to become a Relay FM member and support the Pan Attic podcast directly, and you'll get tons of great benefits, including access to the new Relay FM members Discord, of which there is a Pens channel. So mm-hmm. I am fun. active in it. I appear in there. I, I like to go hang out in there, you know, just have it open. Yep. You know, if I'm sitting at my desk, I'll open that, open Slack up, you know, just hang out for an hour or so yep. and then close it and actually get some work done. Yeah, it's not just a live stream. There is a live stream chat, but there is like lots of channels over lots of different topics. There is 24-7 people are talking in that, in that <laughs> uh, thing. So Worldwide. Mm, worldwide, baby. All right. We'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>